They've worked in and around the wrestling business. They've studied thousands of hours of wrestling. And now, they bring to you the greatest legends, Hall of Famers, creative minds, and both current and future stars of pro wrestling. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two men power trip of This is the two-man power trip of wrestling brought to you and powered by Meowbox. Meowbox is a cat subscription box service full of surprises delivered to your door every month. And stay tuned for a very special offer just for our listeners, courtesy of Meowbox and Meowbox.com. And with that being said, my name is Chad, and as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner, Primetime John Paz and John Today on the show, we have a very familiar face, a returning guest, if you will, and that is the legendary, the great, Austin Idol. Now, we did cover a lot about Austin Idol's new lean-down fitness uh, that he's a big part of, but we also did get into the meat and potatoes of what we didn't cover in part one, which is available uh, on this great uh, iTunes catalog that we've uh, started to amass. But, John, why don't you tell us something that really stands out about having Austin Idol come back on and also maybe some of the stories that really uh, caught your attention when it came to our appearance with Austin Idol for round two. Well, yeah, Chad, it always is a very special time on the show on the two-man power trip when a guest comes on for the second time. And not only was it awesome to get to talk to him again, it's just awesome just to get to talk to the legendary the very underrated austin idol and like i like you said like i said it's the second time to be able to talk to him just fantastic i loved it it was awesome and mainly we talked a little bit about his new fitness program lean down fitness which is great we go you know we get hot and heavy into that that's some really good stuff but also his stories on jesse the body ventura are awesome a lot of people don't realize that jesse spent uh, some time down there in memphis and has some great memories down there, some great matches with Lawler, etc. So it was awesome for uh, Austin Idol to be able to tell us some inside dirt uh, on Jesse the Body Ventura. It's a really, really cool story uh, about them rooming together and then being together while Jesse was down in Memphis. Cool, 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 great stuff. Yeah, I completely agree. The Jesse the Body Ventura story is definitely worth the price of the download, especially his little nickname that he did come up with uh, for Jesse, which I don't want to spoil. So please enjoy when you do hear that. But, you know, it's actually been very cool, the relationship that you personally have been able to attain with Austin Idol. And we've kind of had this inter you know, promotional things via, you know, our website and and doing some stuff with Austin Idol on the side. And uh, it's been very cool that you guys have really developed a a nice little friendship. But we still have to keep it into the wrestling world. I know it's very cool, but if you could really think about, you know, we say underrated when it comes to Austin Idol, and it's definitely true because he really did ride off into the sunset. But What's something that really stands out to you about Austin Idol? So maybe some of the the, the feuds that uh, we remember as fans, but maybe the, the, the masses and the, the bigger audiences that don't know him. What's one thing that you could maybe point out to them that they should definitely go check out and see? 
Yeah, yeah. He, he, I mean, obviously, we made a big, big connection with him where he came on for the second time with us. And obviously, we're on his website. He's on our website. So we really made a connection. Uh, I talked to him quite frequently, you know, just little little things back and forth. Uh, nothing, you know, major or anything, you know, just say, hey, how's it going? Uh, you know, what's going on with your life and so on and so forth. So really cool to be able to connect with him not only on the show twice, but, you know, outside of the show as well, because I don't know if a lot of people appreciate the greatness that was Austin Idol and, and how great of a wrestler he truly, truly was. I mean, his feud with Jerry the King Lawler was amazing. Feud of the year in 1987. These guys had knockdown, dragout matches that were unbelievable. Even by today's standard, you're saying, oh, the work rates are blah, blah, No, no, no. These matches stand the test of time. They were unbelievable. And if you really think about it, not only 1987, but these guys feuded for on and off for about seven years. I mean, starting in the early 80s, uh, the feud kind of ended uh, 87, 88-ish. But, you know, on and off, they basically feuded for uh, seven years. So Austin Idol versus Jerry the King Lawler will go down as one of the greatest feuds of all time. Definitely, definitely agree with you on Lawler versus Idol. And it's going to be one of those feuds that we always talk about. Uh, we have the chance to get Jerry Lawler on, which would be great. I uh, would love to get his take on it because when you watch some of those matches, they're just so unbelievably intense. And it really makes you appreciate how the old school mentality, that Memphis mentality, and the matches that came out of it. It's just it's such a magical time in the wrestling business that we definitely miss to this day. And I'll tell you something else that I really miss, and that is... When I hear my buddy, my tag team partner, talk about his other tag team partner, and that is Little Lucy the Cat. And I know Little Lucy the Cat loves Meowbox. And when you enter the Power Trip 10 code into the Meowbox.com site, again, it's Power Trip 10, all capitals, you're going to get 10% off your first subscription with Meowbox. Now go to Meowbox.com, Power Trip 10, that's the code. Primetime, I uh, couldn't hold that in. I love your little cat, and I hope uh, you guys definitely uh, have something else to say about Meowbox. Oh, yeah, you got that right in. Right next to me right now is little Lucy. She's climbing the walls for some reason. She's being a little crazy. She's probably waiting for me to... uh to feed her but you know speaking of feeding her she does have a little bit of a picky diet and any of those cats out there that have the picky diet you will receive an option with your meow box with absolutely no edible items they will actually replace food and treats with more toys and surprises which lucy loves which is great also with your meow box it is personalized by hand with your cat's name written on the inside of the box all of those edible items like i just mentioned are either made in canada or the great old us of a so you will actually know where your ingredients come from. Also, a great program they have is called One Box Can, where every meow box you purchase, they will donate a can of food to a shelter cat on your behalf. So that's really, really cool stuff. I like that. Always good to give back. Now, folks, that is meowbox.com. Please enter the promo code POWERTRIP10 and receive 10% off your first subscription. Again, that's meowbox.com. Enter promo code POWERTRIP10. Now to some TMPT business. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We are forever putting up great, great clips. We just put up a great one with Jumpin' Jim Prenzel talking about the tag team scene in the late 80s in the WWF, which was an amazing time period for them. Also, Kamala on racism in wrestling. Is Vince racist? Is Hogan racist? Check out the clip, plus many, many more with Jesse the Body Ventura, 
Jim Ross, Ken Shamrock, Nikita Koloff, and many, many others. Please also subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. We would love to hear your feedback. Recently, we've been getting a ton of positive feedback, and we like to keep that ball rolling. So please check that out, and also check out the feed. Check out all of our prior episodes. You will be pretty impressed. Also, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Pal and at two-man power trip and the website tmptofwrestling.com that is tmptofwrestling.com and now without any further ado he is the universal heartthrob he is one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time one of the greatest promo men of all time he is just one of the all-time greats and boy we had a great great time interviewing him for the second time it's just so much fun you're going to really enjoy this one also check out Lean Down Fitness and also check out Austin Idol's website, AustinIdolLive.com. So without any further ado, here he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Austin Idol. Please enjoy. Uh, we are very proud to be welcoming back Austin Idol to the two-man power trip of wrestling. And he mentioned it the last time he was here, but he's going to be telling us a little bit about Lean Down Fitness. And I'm very curious to know about it. We've already gotten a little bit of a preview, but Austin, thanks for coming back. And why don't you tell us about Lean Down Fitness? Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to be back. I really am. Uh, this really warms the cockles of my heart, you know, and uh, please just punch. I, I really am. Yeah, Lean Down Fitness, it's uh, something – Myself and two partners, we just launched here uh, just very, very recently. I mean, this thing is just just really hot off the press, and it's a virtual gym. And it, it, this is the most amazing technology, and we, we believe that we have the cutting-edge technology like nobody else has anywhere really in, in the world. And, and, you know, you hear the word cutting edge. Well, we, we blew the edge up. I mean, kaboom, we blew the edge up. So, uh, but anyway, it's a virtual gym, yeah, and it's all about um, community, collaboration, and competition. And and, and what it is is that you, it's, it's an opportunity uh, for an individual who's maybe looking to lose some weight or uh, an athlete that's literally aspiring to be a world champ. And, and anyone and everyone in between. So it doesn't really make, you know, any difference what your health or fitness or sports-specific goals are. I mean, this this lean down fitness applies to everybody. It just doesn't make any difference. You can be a, a soccer mom, a stay-at-home parent, or someone maybe who uh, works out of their home uh, home office or, or possibly a, a rep, a sales rep, and they travel a lot. They can... I think we have different different teams, and we have, one of them is the home and travel team, which I just kind of uh, talked about there for a second. Then we have the masters team, which is the age group from 50 and up, and then we have the endurance team now, which is for folks. I mean, they're they're cyclists, they're distance runners, they're triathletes, they're dur athletes. I mean, they're really intense and very very serious athletes. We have weight loss and fitness. Kind of, that's kind of like a general um, uh, con- conditioning team. And we have strength and conditioning. So we kind of hit the whole spectrum of no matter where you are or even if you've never been, 
we have something that that's for you, and it's just absolutely awesomely cool. Uh, and it's an it's an online it's an online gym, is what it is. So you you it's delivered right to your smartphone, your computer, or your tablet, and you take it with you. So, for example, you know if you you go to the if you, if you do join a gym or you're, you're part of a gym, bricks and mortar gym, you you can go in and your workout is delivered to your daily workout is delivered to your phone every single day. It's a different workout. It's always changing and you have expert coaches and expert trainers that are designing and customizing the workouts for the individual and you can communicate with your coaches, you can communicate with your trainers and you can communicate with others who are on your team and and that uh, henceforth is the competition because if you can actually compete with other people uh, on your team and you can get on a leaderboard. I mean, it's so it's social. I mean, it's almost like it can be like a like a Facebook, you know, that you so you can socialize with people. And it, I'm telling you, it's absolutely out of this world. Uh, it's, it costs ten bucks a month to join. I mean, so you're getting you're getting a technology that I don't even want to talk about what the um, the financial um, input is into this technology, but for $10 a month, it's absolutely insane of what, how you can utilize it. And just, you just have a blast with it. I mean, it's just fun. I mean, totally fun. Right. And for $10 a month, you, you could be trying to uh, go to a gym, you know, a couple times a week that you pay for once and, you know, you never go and, it's uh, the virtual part is actually, I think, the most interesting of the whole thing because as somebody like myself works in excess of 50 hours a week and uh, the only time I ever have to do any kind of working out is at night, the virtual side is what I feel like is going to be, the, you know, the biggest selling point and the strongest suit. Now, how was, was the concept come up with first or was the virtual the idea and then the rest of it kind of built around it? Well, it was myself and my two partners, uh, Dr. Rick Katoof, the second, who's a real deal athlete. I mean, this guy, he's just, uh, I mean, he, he's just incredible. Uh, he's, a, he's a distance runner, and he's phenomenal at what he does. He's a two-time best-selling author. He's a nutrition expert. I mean, you, you name it, this guy has done it. I mean, he's a genius and a phenomenal athlete. And then uh, Wes Palmer is a, another amazing athlete. The three of us, we met. We met at a gym, uh, you know, not too terribly long ago, and we just kind of clicked, you know, just went from, hey, how you doing, and to where we started getting to know each other. And eventually we we talked and we talked and we talked, and uh, we came up with Lean Down Fitness. Uh, and then, obviously, the, the technology uh, aspect of it, it, it's it's just, I mean, words can't describe it. I mean, I can tell you it's insane, it's crazy, it's bananas, it's nuts, it's, it's all of that, but it's not until you join up uh, that when you, can, you see what's at your fingertips and what you can do, I mean, give, give me an example. Let's just say you're, you, 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 maybe you work out at home because you are putting in a lot of hours and you don't have time to maybe hit a bricks-and-mortar gym. All these workouts that are customized for you, I mean, from, from beginning to end, from the warm-up, to the middle of the workout, to the punchline, the finish line, for it, for an exercise maybe you're not familiar with it, you don't know what it is, and there's a lot of exercise. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of exercises in here 
but they're customized for each team. So you know, we know who kind of know who you are and and what how what kind of a challenge that you may need. But if there's something that you really don't know what it is, you click it, and there's an instructional video. I mean, you literally watch a video showing you how to do the exercise. It's just crazy. I mean, just a wonderful thing. Yeah, and that's perfect, too, because like I said, you know, when I have the little bit of time to work out at night, and I try to do it basically every night, you know, if there's something new I want to try, I'm trying to find, uh, you know, some kind of blog or or some kind of uh, tutorial that's written where I don't understand half the stuff they're trying to explain. So any kind of video thing is definitely, you know, very key to uh, keeping an active uh, routine. But now somebody like yourself, whose career was built off of having such an amazing physique and you just had such a unique look, of course, the universal heartthrob. Uh, but with that being said, what do you still do today to keep yourself in shape and how are you going to translate, translate that into lean down fitness? You know, I, I, you know, I've been training all my life, so that's, that's never changed. I mean, I've been really training five, six days a week, I, and I'm going to get to the, the, the lean down bit, but I've kept my nutrition pretty strong. It's not perfect. I mean, there's times like I want to have some fun. Like, you know, like, well, I mean, we own a pizza shop in downtown Greenville, although our pizza, we have some really healthy options. It's Vic's Pizza, matter of fact, downtown Greenville, but um, uh, if I want to have fun, I'll eat. I mean, and not feel guilty about that. But as far as the lean down goes, you know, I, I mean, I just kind of called it like it was because when we these teams were developed, I mean, I looked at the one, well, which one, I mean, which one really fits me? Okay, well, I'm over 50 years old. So I said, well, okay, I, I'll join the Masters, okay? So I have joined the Masters, and it's, it's awesome because I can get in there and do this workout that typically I, I, I'm sure I would not have done the workouts that are that are customized for my age group because I can I'm still a little bit I'm still a little bit old school kind of hardcore you know training that it's almost like uh, if it ain't broke don't fix it type thing you know so so my workouts have have been. Uh, basically the same. I switch them up and, and alternate them and just kind of keep it new and fresh. But with the lean down fitness workouts, there are things that I wouldn't really have taken the time to do. I mean, I really wouldn't have. And and I'm doing them, and really it's just kind of reignited my training. And I'm I mean I'm having a blast in there. And you know I can I challenge people and people are following me and I'm following them and we can. We can uh, we can high five each other, or the, the coaches can say, "Hey," because they, they look at you. You know, they look at what you're doing. Because when you finish your workout there, you know, you check you check every movement off, every exercise. You check it off after you complete it, and then at the, at the very end of the, the your workout, you you punch the finish line there and the finish part, and boom, you're done. And the coaches can see that, and if they say, "Hey, wow, that that, that guy or that that girl needs a good workout," they can high five you. Or if they see you slacking, they can kind of they can kind of nudge you too. Say, hey Jack, uh, you know we haven't seen you doing anything in a day or two. You know what's what's up? You know let's get rocking. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Great, great, great motivation. Great motivation. Now, someone like me, who's you know somewhat recovering from a, a back injury, what would be your suggestion for someone like me who wants to join? Probably, uh, I would go with. You know, and I don't know your body weight, okay? I don't know that, but I, I like 
the weight loss and fitness team because it's kind of a general fitness program, but here's what is cool, that when you join there, automatically you are plugged into your coach. I mean, all you have to do is type it in there. Hey, coach, they're going to know you're in English. Say, listen, hey, I've got some back issues, and here's what went on, yada, yada, yada. Bang, he's going to come right back to you and say, here's what I suggest. Boom. You know, And, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, you it's just amazing. I mean, it really is. And it's ten dollars a month to me. It's like thirty-three cents a day, I guess. I mean, it's, you know, come on. It's a it's a gimme. You know, really, it's a it's a no-brainer because we we all of us blow more money than that every day on something that we probably don't even need. You know, or just something ridiculous. But thirty-three cents a day, this is just a no-brainer. Yeah, definitely no doubt about that. One thing I was very curious about with Lean Down is. Why did you create it? Was there something out there where you felt like there was definitely a need for it? Yeah, a, a need and to to do something no one else is doing, pioneer, and to help. I mean, really to help people. I mean, I, I've been, over my career, I've been in several businesses, and fortunately, uh, they've all been good. I mean, just fortunately, you know, they, they, they've all been good. And, uh, but this one, what excited me really more than anything, it was the opportunity to help anybody. I mean, uh, and that's kind of a neat feeling, you know, that when you know when someone signs on, you're you're literally helping them improve themselves, you know, get better at, at uh, and make them more fit. And, and sometimes I think about just fitness in general. And, you know, you don't have to be, you know, climb Pike's Peak or, you know, swim the English Channel, but it's I kind of liken fitness to your car. Everybody has a car. And, you know, sometimes we maintain it, sometimes we don't maintain it. But when your car breaks down or just totally just shuts down completely, you have a great option. I'll go buy another car. You know? I'll go, go look at the cars in the showroom. You know, buy a new mm-hmm. car. But when, when your body body gets trashed and it breaks down, you don't have that option. You can't go, well, I'm going to go to the new body shop and pick out a new body. Not an option. So the, the real key to it is uh, you've got to stay healthy. you got to stay fit. You don't have to be insane, but you have to have some level of of uh, fitness and, and wellness and health. And it's uh, it's not difficult. And this makes it, I mean, this makes it fun and it's all there for you, you know, and you have your own personal training. I mean, you're getting these programs and coaching it's just amazing. I mean, and, the, and I go back to the ten dollars a month. It, it's it's just such a giveaway, but it's an opportunity to be, you know, to be, you know, make make a improve, and we all need to improve. Now, have you seen any drastic examples since the launch of the product where you've seen somebody who's had a really, really big issue that needed to be addressed or just a you know, weight loss or, like John had mentioned, an injury. Is there anything that stood out to you out since the launch of the actual product? Well, here's the thing. You know, we're early on, okay? So we have folks on board and we have them training. 
but we're still early in the game before we can really make a, a, a really good assessment. You know, so 30 days from now, we'll be able to look at that uh, and, and make a really good assessment. But I do know this, that the people that are on board right now, they're loving it. I mean, they're just, just having a blast. It's It's kind of like... You know, it, it really, it, it's just training, fun, Facebook, you know, uh, community, collaborating, competing. It's just, it's insane. And you can, you know, you can create your own username. So whatever it may be, if you want to be incognito, you can be incognito. You know, if you create your own username, password, bang, you can be anybody you want to be. Or, you know, a- anything you want to be. You know, you've got a favorite team or or whatever, you know. So that's cool, too. Now, if I could, um, there's a few topics that we didn't get to last time that I was just curious about you, you know, that we really didn't touch on that I definitely wanted to touch on. And one okay. of them one of them was your autobiography. Will that ever see the light of day? I don't know. You know, I, I, I've written several chapters, I mean several chapters, and then uh, something would pop up. You know, so a business opportunity or or, or something would just kind of create a speed bump or and maybe a roadblock. It might be better, and then I would just put it on holds. But it's sitting back there. I mean, it's still it's still on the back burner. I mean, it really is. And I'd like to do something uh, relatively soon. But it again, here we are with Lean Down Fitness. You know, so that would be. Uh, you know that that's something's taking up taking up a lot of time. I mean, an awful lot of time. Uh, so it did not allow me to do anything book wise. But hopefully someday I'll get it finished. Uh, hey, you, did, you did release a chapter of it. Uh, am, I, am I right on that? Yeah, I released a chapter. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, I was, I was going to say because um, it almost you know leaves people salivating for more. Like, oh, I hope he comes out with you know the next chapter or you know the, the rest of the book. Yeah, I don't know how interesting it'll be, you know, but uh, there's a lot of good stories there. I mean, there's a lot of good stories to tell. I mean, a ton of them. A ton of them that the general public just probably wouldn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they wouldn't believe it. I remember last time you told the story that was unbelievable. It was great. It was about uh, the 1987 cage match with you and uh, Jerry the King Lawler, and you were telling a great story about Paul Heyman or Paul Gainsley at the time and uh, Tommy Rich and how crazy the crowd was and it was basically almost a near riot. Has, has there been a lot of experiences like that down in Memphis for you? In Memphis, uh, in Memphis, no, not not in Memphis. I mean, that was really the that was the pinnacle of. Well, no, you're talking about that kind of a, a, a crowd reaction. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I've had some good ones. I mean, I've had some really hot ones, very, very hot and dangerous. But that one was, as far as Memphis goes, that was definitely the, uh, that was that number one incident, you know. So that was that was interesting. Yeah, I found out how fast I could run, you know. That's pretty good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what are your memories of uh, Paulie Dangerously at that time? Did we talk about that at all uh, previously, or no? No, we we just you just mentioned um, just basically that one incident with um, with Jerry in the cage, but we didn't really get into Paul at all. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, 
I can did, did I tell you how we kind of how we met or anything like that or not? No, no. Nope. Well, okay. So I'm in Memphis, and uh, uh, the only manager I had ever had, and this was very brief, was the Jimmy Hart when he had Hart's first family. It was myself, and I can't even remember Valiant. And I don't know, but it was a pretty cool, uh, cool, uh, crew of characters, you know. But anyway, you know, I was just doing my thing wrestling as a singles. And uh, Paul Paul was there, and you know he was a you know real congenial type guy, you know you know real gregarious and everything, liked to talk, you know, and uh, socialize. And we just kind of hit it off, and I liked him. And this was really being at Memphis, just being in Memphis, was his first break. I don't think he'd been anywhere before. I think that was actually his first first place. Uh, in the wrestling business, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, he kind of dressed cool, you know, and he was from New York, and I was born in Brooklyn, and we talked New York talk and just shot the bull and everything, and I, and I liked him. And uh, uh, I asked him, I said, hey, how would, how would you like to be my manager? And he, he didn't believe it. You know, he's, I mean, he really didn't believe it. I was serious. <laughs> and I said, well, of course, he said, God, I'd love that, man. I'd love that. So I, I, I went and I talked to uh, Jared, and I said, listen, I like this guy, you know. He's he's a good communicator. I think he I could think he can really be good and just be something different for me, you know. You know, just kind of be a whole different twist on me because I really had always been a singles wrestler. So I said, put him with me as a as a manager. And Jared said, Are you sure? I said, Yeah, I, I think I'd be good. So he did, and bang, there you go. Paul, uh, that was his first break managing. Wow. Me. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, another guy you kind of gave a break to. I mean, if you think about it, uh, we talked about it last time with Macho Man, uh, Randy Savage. kind of gave yeah. him a good break where uh, Jerry wasn't sure if he wanted to use him or not. Oh, they were um, sure they didn't. They were sure they didn't. It was just fear factor, you know? Yep. Yeah, and a guy we, we uh, briefly talked about last time but we really didn't get to, another guy would be Rick Rude. You worked with him when he was very young for business as well. Yeah, yeah, Rick uh, came in, you know, and uh, he was very, very lean, but all cut and ripped and everything, and he was a former power lifter, and I was a former power lifter, and we started talking power lifting talk. I think he he came in from Louisiana, where Bill Watts was uh, owned that area at the time, and so they shipped him out, and um, I mean, he was green. I mean, he really was virtually green as grass. But he had something, you know. He definitely had something, and with the body, and he, and he had the girl with him, Angel, who was, you know, a good-looking girl. You know, I looked at him, and I, and they weren't going to use him either. They were not going to use him at all. I mean, he was just he would he been he would have not been successful there in Memphis. But I liked what I saw, and I, I thought, you know what, I, I I I believe we could create something here and, and maybe make magic, you know. And so again, I went to Jared and I said. Let me do something with this guy. So he did, and he let me, and and it turned out real good. I mean, it turned out very good, surprisingly good. Surprisingly that's funny. Good. That, yeah, that's funny that uh, Jerry Jarrett didn't kind of see anything in uh, in Rick Rude because if you look, you know, back at his career, he's you got to put him up there with being one of the all time greats. Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes you just overlook things, you know. They can be right in right in front of you, and you overlook them. But uh, but you know, having the right ideas too behind it is a critical thing. You know, it's got to be the right 
it's got to be the right ideas to make that click. So, and it did. It really clicked. Nice little run with Rick. Yep. I don't think he's with us anymore, is he? No, no. 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 14, I think 14 or 15 years ago, yeah, he passed. Wow. Wow. Okay, lean down. Fitness virtual gym. There's a plug right there. Get on it. <laughs> stay now, Austin, stay healthy. Hey, stay healthy. Stay fit. Stay alive, man. BGs, uh, BGs, stay alive. <laughs> did uh, did guys seek you out uh, for tips back in the day? Whether it was workout tips or or you know uh, nutrition tips, were you a guy that people would turn to for that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I've always been willing to to do that, you know. And I've I've always, you know, I've been. My thing has always been clean. Clean. I mean, when I say clean, no, uh, nothing supplemental. You know, that's, uh, you know, I've just done it the old-fashioned way: hard training and you know, and trying to eat clean and and no juice, no gas, no nothing. That's no illegal drugs. You know, I mean, none, nothing. And because uh, you know that, that that's all temporary anyway. Even if if you blow up, pump up. I mean, once you get off that stuff, you know you're you deflate. You know, like putting air in a tire. You know, and then boom, you deflate. And then, God, I mean, it, it's so unhealthy. Anyway, just so unhealthy. So many guys. I mean, people, not just guys. People just have really, you know, gotten into a lot of trouble. By by doing that stuff, but yeah, I've always been willing to, you know, give tips out, you know, and try to help people. Sure, why not? You know, doesn't hurt to help people. Definitely. What are your thoughts now? Going back to Memphis, and we were talking a little bit about uh, Jerry Jarrett, and I we actually didn't get your opinion on him. What's your opinion on Jerry? With Jerry Jarrett? Yeah. I, personally, I, I like Jerry. I always liked Jerry from the personal side, and, I, and he was—he was smart. You know, Jerry was a smart guy, man. I mean, he was really smart. Uh, sometimes he could come up with something that was just really, really genius. Uh, then, of course, no one bats a thousand, and then there's times that you know something was lukewarm, but he, he was just a smart guy. I mean, I got to give it to him. Smart guy. And, uh, you know, for, for the most part, we had a pretty good relationship. I mean, we really did. I mean, there were times when I felt like, uh, my compensation wasn't what it should have been. And I didn't mind asking for it, you know, but, but there's, I know that the, with the internet, gosh, you know, there's so much out there on, on the internet about so many people anyway, and I don't know how much of it you can believe, but uh, I've seen stories where that I held Jerry Jarrett up for more on the cage match. I think he had a point in case that I held him up for more money before the cage match. Crazy, totally untrue, no truth to that at all whatsoever. But somebody uh, claims it the case. I, I don't know if that. I don't know if Jerry said that. I really don't know who said it, but I know that never occurred, you know. But I've always been one to, if if I felt like my compensation was wasn't fair, I was I would always speak up. Always, you know. Yes, definitely. There was another guy in Memphis that we didn't talk about last time, but I actually had uh, written it down as a note, and I forgot to bring it up. Was uh, a legendary character down there, Bill Dundee. What were your memories of uh, working with Bill? <laughs> 
Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't work with Bill that much. I really didn't because I, I was, I would only come into the area when Lawler was the talent coordinator. I mean, there were times, I mean, yeah, there was times when he wasn't, but Jerry Jarrett was the one who was really calling the shots, and I had input with uh, with both of them, you know, Lawler more than Jarrett, but I always had a real good communication and really good input with both of those guys, which is how I stayed there for so long because I wanted to make sure that things were be done were being done correctly, you know, to give me that longevity. So Dundee, I mean, you know, I didn't really wrestle with Dundee that many times. There were a few, but not that many. And so we were just really, you know, hey, how you doing type relationship. What's going on, you know? I mean, you always hear stories about him being quite a character. Was he, you know, a somewhat of a strange character? You know, behind Dundee? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, really, I I, I really don't think he was, you know. I mean, uh, he didn't come across like that to me. The first time I met him was in Australia, actually. He was because he's from Aussie, you know, so uh, I was there in mm-hmm. 72, and he was there. That was the first time I met him, you know, just good-looking young kid, you know, good body. And then, boom, he shows up in Memphis, and uh, obviously he had a a lot of success there. So, you know, apparently he, he had the talent, but we just didn't have, really, we didn't have a working relationship. So it didn't seem odd to me. Hey, the wrestling business, everybody's odd. It's a circus. <laughs> it's a circus, yep. you know. We're just bring out the elephants and the clowns and the, you know, sword swallowers. <laughs> yep. Speaking of uh, odd and strange, a guy that was down there in Memphis for quite a while was Adrian Street. What are your memories of him? Adrian Street. Uh, I was in, and, and I, I have heard about this. I have heard he he said some very derogatory things about me. I've heard that through the grapevine, and I don't care. I really don't. Uh, Adrian, I had been out of the area, and and I came back, and he was there. Okay, he was wrestling around the middle of the card, all right? So he wasn't the first match, but by any stretch, he was definitely not in the main event. But he had that person, he had that, that character or that persona, you know, with the dress, I mean, the way he, his attire and the, the whole thing. I mean, I, I looked at him and said, man, you know, this guy's got something going. I mean, he's got something going on. They weren't using him. I know he wouldn't make any money. They weren't using him. And... uh I, uh, you know, I finished up there, worked there for a while, and then I went to Dothan, Alabama. Yeah, I went to Dothan, Alabama. Matter of fact, I'm, I've got an appearance there uh, April the 9th, you know, so right around the corner. But um, when I got down there to Dothan, I, I said to the promoter, who was at the time was Ron Forrest, I said, Ron, this guy up in Memphis, this guy's got a great look, man. He's extremely flamboyant. He's really different. He's not a big guy, but he's really flamboyant, and he's got something. I said, I think he could do real well here. I said, why don't you bring him in, and let me do something with him. And Ron said, okay. And I called him, or I either I called Adrian, or I saw him maybe a week or so later uh, going back to Memphis. I said, hey, if you want to come to down to the panhandle of Florida, you know, that uh, you know, 
I've got you. I've got you all set up. Boom. There you go. There's another one. There's now, another you one. now, you mentioned Ron Fuller. Uh, what was it like working with him? Ron Fuller? Yep. For me, it was good. Because I, my dog, you can hear great security. For me, it was good because I had a financial arrangement with Ron, and he always honored it. And uh, and I had a I had a great run there. I mean, I had a great run there. I mean, I really did. I mean, people just well, other guys were out beating their brains out seven days a week, you know. Or I mean, really, literally going all over the place, going. I mean, just working themselves half to death. I I, I loved that little area down there because I was home virtually every night, which was very cool and unheard of for the wrestling business. And at the time, I had an arrangement where I could market, sell, if you will, my own memorabilia, whatever it was, and I had it all. I mean, really from T-shirts, hats, women's lingerie, dog tags, you name it, I had it. And I was the only one there that was selling items. And, I mean, I I did real well off that stuff, very well. And it kept me there with my financial agreement where I had with him on a weekly basis, adding to the other part. I, I mean, I, I did real well there, very well. So, you know, nothing but good things to say about Ron Fuller. Nice. Now, you've had some interesting tag team partners down there. Obviously, Wildfire, Tommy Rich. At one point, you teamed with Lawler. But one tag team partner of yours, this is very, very interesting to me. It was a dirty Dutch Mantel. What was it like teaming with him, and what was uh, you know he like working with? Easy. I mean, with me he was. I mean, it was easy. I mean, I was, uh, you know, really I was the top guy there, you know. So the, 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 uh, that was Jerry Jarrett's idea to put Dutch with, Dutch with me, and uh, you know Dutch came in, hard, worked hard, and uh, kind of went along with the for the ride, you know. Yep. But, but I didn't have any problems with him, and I'm sure he was happy to be in that position. You know? Yep, definitely. Now, in Japan, you've had a, a nice little run with all Japan. I know I'm skipping around a little bit, but I just wanted to talk about another tag team partner that you had over there, the Lariat, Stan Hansen. That's that's an interesting duo, you and him together. Yeah, someone called me and said, you want to go to, go, want to, go to Japan be my partner? Uh, I said, absolutely, because uh, I, I had gotten to know Stan, I think, in Charlotte and throughout Atlanta, and we we developed a really, really good friendship. So, you know, Stan's a legend over there. I mean, the guy is just an icon. So when he called and said, hey, listen, we're doing a tag team thing over here, and uh, I'd like you to be my partner, I said, I'm in. And uh, that was that was cool. That was very very cool because he was just so so popular. I mean, he was so over there. He was like a Brody, you know, and mm-hmm. butcher. I mean, he's just uh, just iconic. I mean, totally iconic. So it was a real trip for me. Did you enjoy cool. working in Japan? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not my style. I mean, those guys over there. It's like I mean, I don't know what it's like now. But I'm guessing it's probably the same, just to guess. But it was like being in the, it was being like like being in the NFL with no protective gear on. I mean, I, I'd always heard that, 
But when going over there, I mean, you you work hard. I mean, harder than you ever worked, and you really have to be. I mean, it's really physical. I mean, it's really, really physical, and you have to you have to keep your eyes open all the time, or you're going to get dropped on your head. I mean, it's, it's just it's a weird thing. It's a very weird thing. It's uh, it's almost like uh, you know the Japanese people. They're they're wonderful people, great people. They but and they have that culture about them about not losing face, and it, it's still alive and well. I mean, they don't want. I mean, they really don't. They don't want to lose face. So you really got to watch yourself. I mean, you know, you'll sneak up behind you from behind you, and you know, suplex you, drop you on your neck, and it's not worth it. So, it wasn't my style. No, uh uh-uh. uh. I was not. Now, I was not. I was not an aerialist. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you retired from the business, was there a specific reason? Was was it injuries? Was it age? Or was it you just thought you know it's your time and you wanted to get out of the business? Yeah, yeah, I was ready to do something else. Just time, you know. I didn't. I didn't care about the. What was going on with New York? I mean, I could care less about that, you know, or any of it. I mean, I just didn't care. It was just, I just felt like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's time to move on, do something else, find something else to do, create something, stumble into something, you know, back into something, just move on, you know, just close the book. And I did, and then, uh, you know, I did the real estate business for about 15 years. Had a tremendous run in real estate, but had I not quit the wrestling business, I don't know what would have happened there. You know, I really don't. But I'm glad I did it. You know, I really am. So quit the wrestling business. I mean, you quit that. 15 years in real estate, great run. Just took off for, for, I mean, did nothing for, I don't know, five, six, seven years, eight years. I mean, literally did nothing. Just hung out, trained, had a good time, and uh, bought a pizza shop downtown Greenville that was dead when we bought it. Now it's the number one. I, mean, I told you guys this before, I believe. Now it's mm-hmm. the number one, number one pizza shop in downtown Greenville. And, and there's a hundred restaurants on our little main street in this really, really great city. And uh, that's the number one pizza shop, you know. So that's that's a really cool thing, you know. And I just kind of that's that's me, you know. I'm a you know, I'm always looking for a new challenge. I love that. Now we now we have lean down fitness virtual gym. You know, what I mean, and I'm. But this is to, to me. I mean, I, yeah, I am kind of going back to lean down fitness. But this to me is the most exciting thing that I've ever been involved in, by far, because it's it's global. I mean, it's it's the internet. You know, so it's it's global. We can hopefully we'll have people sign up from, you know, several different countries. And, you know, I mean, it's just the potential to, to, to sure, to, you're pretty sure we're in it to make, to make some money like you, like anybody else, but, but the potential to help people, it's just, uh, it's, it's exciting to me. I mean, it's really exciting to me to be able to, you know, tap into a lot, a lot of people around the, around the world and, 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 and help them out, get fit, get healthy. Now, did you also run for mayor in Tampa? It, it was I mean, obviously way after your wrestling career. Somebody put, me, somebody put me on the ballot. Oh, that's what, okay. Yeah, somebody, I just said, you know, someone put me on the ballot. I don't know who did it, but they did, and I got a call from, <laughs> I got a call from, uh, I can't remember, I think it was, 
I think it was out of Orlando for an ESPN radio affiliate and said, hey, I hear you're running for mayor. Is that right? And I didn't even know I was on the ballot. I, I didn't. I didn't know at the time. I said, yeah, of course I'm running for mayor. I said, you know, I, you know, eventually I'm, I'm going to be the, be, the be the president, but I'll start as the mayor. And I thought it was a joke. He says, no, you're really. You're on the ballot. I said, oh, well, huh, okay. I'll play with that for a while. <laughs> So it was kind of fun, but no, I didn't do it. Oh, okay, I mean, that's I great. Cause I read, but I, I didn't believe it. I'm like, no, I don't think he went for political office. I, was saying, I tell you what, I was giving some very serious thought. That's when Lawler was running for mayor in Memphis, which did not get it. But I thought hey, this would be cool. Lawler's mayor of uh, Memphis, and I'm the mayor of Tampa. This is too cool. And, and Ventura had, was doing his thing in uh, Minneapolis. So I thought, well, you know, this seems like there's a train going around with wrestlers and, you know, becoming politicians. So. Maybe I'll maybe I'll jump in, you know. But uh, I elected. I didn't want to be a deer in the headlights. <laughs> Did you uh, wrestle or work with Jerry? Uh, Je- I'm sorry, Jesse Ventura at all when you were um, in Memphis? Did I wrestle with Jesse? Uh, yeah, Jesse's body. Yeah. yeah, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse came in. Jesse came in and teamed up with Stan Hansen. And Lawler and I wrestled those guys for a while. You know, we wrestled them for a few weeks. Yeah. Around what was the Jesse horn. like then? Great guy. Love Jesse. Great guy. Real real guy, you know? Uh huh. Navy SEAL, man. If you're a Navy SEAL, you're the real deal. You know, so, uh, and Jesse was a SEAL, former SEAL. But yeah, I love Jesse. He's just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Now, we saw you, do you have a good uh, Jesse story? Do I do what? You have a good Jesse story? You know, something that maybe behind the scenes with uh, you and Jesse the body? Uh, behind the scenes, Jesse, uh, on Wednesday nights, on Wednesday nights after Evansville, Indiana, we would be flying out to our respective homes. I'd be going flying to Tampa. Jesse would be going back to Minneapolis. And Jesse, the cheapskate, he knew that I would already have a room. You know, so he says, hey, Idle, you know, hey, man, can I can I crash with you? You know, want to save a buck, you know, and I get his own room. So <laughs> so I, I went for that. One, I said, sure, Jesse, go ahead. Get a couple beds. I said, sure, Jesse, go ahead. Yeah, you can spend a night. All night long, he, I stayed, I had like a five or six o'clock in the morning flight back. You know, I mean, I got to get, get a little sleep. And all night long, he just lays in bed and talks. I mean, doesn't stop. <laughs> I mean, he really doesn't stop. I mean, and, you know, I will, you see this watch, the SEALs gave me this thing. I said, okay, about a thousand times time, just please shut up and go to sleep, you know. Never, I mean, just natural, just all natural, you know, just like to talk, you know, with a lot of stories, but a, a good guy, good guy. I think, I think, I think I let him stay with me one more time and that was it. The first time you know, first time shame on you, second time shame on me. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But a good guy. Now one thing I wanted to bring up before I forgot to bring it up to you. Now you actually tried to start your own promotion out of Alabama in uh, sometime in the mid nineties or actually early nineties. Yeah, I did one thing. I mean I, I did I, I the first thing I did, and and, uh, and not to be rude, guys, I only, I only have a few minutes because I've got to get on a conference call. But oh yeah, yep. 
the first the first thing I did was I promoted Birmingham, Alabama, at the Jefferson County uh, Civic Center, which was a big at the, at the time. I mean, it was a big it was a big civic center, really big, and um, even Vince at that time had not come in there. He would go. He would bring his team in downtown to where I used to wrestle with the Fuller Group at Boutwell Auditorium. But I felt like, you know what, I think I could draw a big house at that big building if I bring in, I just stack this card with a bunch of stars. And I was over good, so the timing was right because I was still really over strong from being on that TV for quite a while. So I brought, I mean, I brought in, here's the guys I brought in, in into this place. Uh, Jerry Lawler, because Lawler and I had that relationship, okay? Um, I brought in the Road Warriors, who had never been to that city before, and they were hot. They were hot off of uh, TBS, so they were hot. Brought in Abdul the Butcher, Stan Hansen, uh, Gary Hart. Golly, I can't. I mean, that's just to name a few guys, but I loaded that card up. I mean, I really loaded it up. And now this is going way back. You said ticket prices obviously were a whole lot less than they are now. But we drew a house of over $50,000, which with no TV. I mean, no weekly TV. I mean, I I would go into the television studio there in Birmingham, and I would you know, put uh, uh, the commercials together and do the voiceover, the whole thing. You know, I mean, I really did it. I did the whole thing on my own. It just darn near killed me. I worked on it for about three months. And uh, we drew this great big house. It was like over 50000 bucks. And uh, I remember when it was all over, I went to, I, I went into Memphis to wrestle one night, and Jerry Garrett was there. He says, Idle, how in the world did you draw that kind of house down there with no TV? I said, <laughs> hard work, Jerry, just hard work. But it actually <laughs> increased my sock with Jerry Jarrett. Yeah. So oh, man. I mean, that was yeah. So that was one thing, and then I then I, I I ran, I don't know, maybe four or five weeks running some little towns, you know. But it just wasn't for me. It was too much work for me. Well, the website is leandownfitness.com. Austin Idol's website is austinidollive.com. You can get him on Twitter at what is it at Austin Idol Live, and and. But I, I don't know how to pronounce it, so I don't want to butcher it, but your your unique fan network where you get direct access to Austin Idol, what is that called? When you get direct access to me? Yeah, it's called, what is it, Sphirady? I'm sorry, I saw it on the, on your Twitter account. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't want to butcher it. I don't know. You, I, I don't know. You know, we got my Twitter account. I, I don't know. I think you can just... Hit me up on Twitter if I'm not mistaken. But really, the best way to grab me for anything is really off of my website. You know, you can contact me right there. But uh, I'm sure you can follow me on Twitter or, or, or whatever. But uh, oh, definitely. Well, thanks, Austin. We really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun again, and thanks for sticking with us a little bit longer.